Welcome, boys and girls, as we argued about conspiracy theories and mask wearing. Still. <laughs> Off the air, we like to join you on this festive holiday season as it's a weird time. So it means that you're going to be at home with people you probably love or hate or both and have to watch a lot of movies. And the argument came up the other day for me where someone put a poll on their Instagram. Keep in mind on November 1st, by the way, that Die Hard is a Christmas movie, yes or no. And she was shocked at the response that said 99% to 1% that Die Hard was indeed a Christmas movie from her Instagram poll. Then I texted her back and was like, what did you think it was? And we got in a huge argument about how she believes that Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. And I presented her with different facts, several points that basically make the case that Die Hard is not only a Christmas movie, but one of the greatest ones of all time. So, today's episode, boys, to you, what qualifies as a Christmas movie? I have a list of films. You can say yay or nay, and I can present to you an arguments on people why they say it is and why they say it isn't. So, first of all... There, there, has, to be, there has to be, like, things in the film to well, what makes it Christmas, or do they talk about Christmas, or is it centered around Christmas? Well, that's what I mean, what qual- that's why I'm asking you guys what qualifies things as a Christmas movie. And I think going through this list of um, all Christmas movies, as the hipster call- hipsters call them, and I've always called them unorthodox Christmas movies, what makes them yay or nay? Does that make sense? Yep. Yeah. And I'm okay. ready for the list. I just want right. to make sure I was listening for the right stuff. Okay. Here's starting off with a home run here. Big one out of the gate. Swinging for the Fences, Eyes Wide Shut is a Christmas movie. Is it yay or nay, Derek? Uh, so it, it's, it's centered around Christmas time and the new year. Um, as you know, I've, I've done a lot of research on this movie, and uh, I believe it actually came from a novella that one of the symbolic meanings of the novella is like like a like – a, rebirth or like renewal so by end of you know the the equinox going and starting a new one maybe that's where it could be tied into is it directly a christmas movie Mm, i don't know i would say that there's a deep there's a deeper meaning behind it so i'm gonna go with the actual movie itself sure but the story itself no Okay. I would say no. It's an Illuminati movie. <laughs> that's I deeper, mean, what, that's, what the fuck else? Kind of the I do not. When I think of Eyes Wide Shut, even though it takes place during some of that time, no. It's a okay. So here's my here's here would be my easy argument on that because during like your your um your Christmas holiday season, if you go back to pagan times with pagan rituals, which is what I believe a a vast amount of like the lore of the Illuminati comes from, it would make sense that they would be celebrating weird fucking events, things going on, big old orgies type shit. I don't, I don't assume that the Illuminati does this shit all the time because if the Illuminati is the rich and powerful, then they don't have every day to go to an orgy. 
You know what I mean? Like they got businesses to run. They got shit to control. They got people that wheels and bombs. They need grease. You know, they can't be having an orgy all the time during this season, which would be a season looking at pagan ritual, probably dedicated to origins of this shit. That would be that. But no, not a Christmas movie. No, not not to me. So I don't know what the argument would be for that. So the only reason why the only reason why I would say that is it does take place around there. And there's actually a a very important dialogue uh, conversation that goes between Nicole Kidman um, and Tom Cruise when they're talking about their child, when they're talking about their child and to their child in the toy store. Because there, there's a lot of symbolic meaning in the to- uh, the toy that she chooses, the doll that she chooses. So, but is it symbolic of Christmas? No. Yeah, that's. I mean, to me, like, I mean, it takes place during Christmas, so sure. But that's not always. That's not in, always an indicator, though. No, 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 no. That well, that's why I said the actual story. No, but I mean, it takes place around Christmas, and there's a lot of Christmas involved. So, I mean, I could see how one could argue that, but. Overall, is the story a Christmas-based story? No. It's about Nicole Kidman fantasizing about getting banged, and Tom Cruise gets mad, so he wants to go bang another chick. So what's funny is that the thing that's funny is that you talk about that people learn lessons in Christmas films. Tom Cruise. That's, well, that's, that was going to be one of my stipulations as right. far as for a Christmas film is like, the, like it's almost going back to the Christmas Carol. Right. Like, Changing exactly. your ways to realize certain things or whatever to Some fix your extraordinary presence. events that happen, but I don't really feel that from Eyes Wide Shut. I don't know, man. You've like been to that me. that group orgy. That's an extraordinary event. Yeah, but it's I I don't feel it. I feel like the if you're learning a lesson, it's that the Illuminati will kill people and there's no good out of it. That's not really a lesson. You know what I mean? There, I don't feel lesson. like there's a success. Well, of a, well, I don't feel well. like there's a success of a lesson. That one impacts. Of the, Go ahead. I was gonna say one of the lessons that you didn't talk about was when Tom Cruise is talking to the guy. It's at not a pool just game. a specific lesson, though. It's like it has oh. to. It has to. Brandon. Do she, Brandon. Let me finish myself, and then you can rebut this. You can okay. finish yourself. <laughs> yeah. No. 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 You, well, <laughs> so Tom Cruise is talking to this guy, right? <laughs> about he's talking to this guy he's talking to a doctor at a pool game right and the pool the guy at the pool game is pretty much telling him hey we know who like he shows him this paper or whatever and are he, he sees that the supermodel dies then he talks to him later yeah, it's on a warning hey hey she fucking said she pretty much sacrificed herself for you don't fuck around with us. But that's not the same type right? of lesson. Don't talk, don't talk about what you saw. That's not the same type of lesson. this is how though. powerful we are. So the lesson here is if you're going to go against go against these, they're going to pretty much smear you. They're going to they're gonna get rid of you. That's, that's a pretty big lesson. Don't fuck with us. It's more of a threat than it is a lesson. The let the character arc. All right. All the right. Le- the lesson is the threat too. The, le- yeah, the lesson works. usually has to do with the character's arc in succeeding. Tom Cruise doesn't succeed at anything other than he gets told, "Don't say shit." Basically, so what that's not you- that's not really the same thing. You know what I mean? So what would his arc be then? 
He doesn't have. That's what I'm saying. He doesn't have one for a Christmas fucking movie. He doesn't. There really is no arc in that movie when it comes to character development. The characters kind of don't really end up better off by the end of the movie. It's yeah, they do. Leak fucking movie. No, they they do. Not really. Yeah, they do. <sighs> yeah, I, I wouldn't say so. I didn't. I mean, I haven't interpreted that. No, at the end he tells. It's been he, a long time since I've seen it too. <clears> at the it's end, definitely. Told- it's go ahead. At the end, he tells his wife everything that he's been going on and, and having done. And then they go Christmas shopping with their daughter, you know, and like he just like apologizes to her and he's grateful for their marriage and stuff. But also, I think remember his daughter at the end, like runs into two of the guys that were at the party. So it's kind like, of again, I don't. Yeah, I, it's I kind like of the but, whole thing is just bleak. No, but at the end, he's great. When when he sees that, he turns to Nicole Kidman and just says, I love you. Like he like looks at her endearingly and is like, it's this pretty appreciates her. He appreciates the life that that she that that they have, you know, because he was, get, he was getting bored. He was getting bored. He was getting bored. <laughs> That's the arc. Oh my! Oh man! This is this is this is Stanley Kubrick. Actually, he actually he did this as the sequel to "It's a Wonderful Life." (laughs) Yeah, that's what it is. (laughs) He's like, shit. The world's better off with me not partaking in the fun orgy. Okay, Uh, you have a second, quote unquote, Christmas movie. Well, or debatable one. I guess no. There's more. There's a whole list. There's a whole list. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's do them. There's like a fire round. Bad Santa. Absolutely a Christmas movie. And a jolly good one at that. Brandon. Oh yeah. I that that okay, so that specifically involves all this all the Christmas lore. It involves a Scrooge. And and not only that, but the best lesson of that is that he fucking he connects with the kid. Yeah. He gets the kid to become kind of he gets the kid to realize shit because the kid doesn't have any fucking guidance or whatever. So shitty Billy Bob Thornton ends up being like a, a, a positive influence and the kid stands up for himself. So there's like I consider that that's that's definitely a Christmas movie. 100%. And on top of that, it it makes you feel good at the end. Yeah, because when you see that fat kid kick the other kid in the nuts, <laughs> yeah. you're just like, yes, yeah. I love it. And that movie's just—I mean, overall, it's just amazing. Like, I don't know how Billy Bob Thornton getting mad and talking shit to that kid is like one of the funniest fucking things I've ever seen in anything. <laughs> All right, ready for the next one? <clears throat> Trading places. Fuck! It's been a long time since I've seen that. Yeah, um, I would say that's a Christmas one. Me too. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would. Orange juice, orange juice, sell, <laughs> and then at the end, just Sorry, like that's- just like the amount of drugs and like craziness in that movie is just, and it makes it hilarious. But it's like to me believable and realistic in a weird way. Um, you know, that's the one that ends with the two homeless dudes like, "We're mm-hmm. back." That's that movie, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's uh-huh. been a long time since I've seen that. It's an Eddie Murphy movie, right? Yeah, Eddie, Eddie Murphy, Murphy and Dan Aykroyd. Dan- Dan Aykroyd, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, okay, yeah. I mean, to me, to also, me, yeah. Like, well, good. I was gonna say it's also got kind of a good lesson in it because it, it's like the roles reverse. Like, you have like the lower class guy who who gets all the riches and then isn't like a piece of shit about it, and then the guy who had everything like loses everything. So now he realizes like how cold and heartless 
like being that way. So it's almost like both sides of Scrooge in two different characters, kind of in a sense. That's kind of how I always saw it. Like, like there was the hidden, the hidden meaning behind it was like, yeah, like being like, if you're poor and then you become rich, like still take care of everyone around you, you know, still be nice and, you know, humbling. But you know, if you're, if you're cold and heartless your whole life, you're, you're going to get, you know, you're, you're going to be shit out of luck. You're going to be on your own. Right. I don't know. Maybe I read too much. No, into it. no I think, I think that's, that, I, I agree with that. And it's also, it's fun. It's shenanigans it takes place during Christmas time. And then I think like New Year's Eve. So it, I, I give that one like out of like the meter of eight of, of, you know, zero to 10 scale. I'd give that one an eight as a Christmas movie on the Christmas movie barometer. It's an eight eyes wide. Eyes wide shuts like a five, four. Should we do like a scale based off of like Grinch is like a zero and then ho, ho, ho is like a 10. Yeah. No, that's stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Just just throwing things out there, you know? Yeah, I know. Completely. (laughs) Just throwing shit at the wall. As usual. Yeah. As usual, Derek. Throwing shit at the wall, but it turns out it's actually your mom. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) It's like, I missed the wall completely. Okay. Uh, here's the next film in Bruges. Oh, uh, during Christmas. I would not say it's a Christmas film though. Yeah. That's the, uh, call. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. Uh, yeah. And Colin the, Farrell and the, the other Dad. fucking. I can't yeah. think of his name. Gleason. Don, Don, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Brendan Gleason. Yeah, Brian Gleason. Yeah, I, I I wouldn't say it is, but it's it, yeah, I, I, I would kind of go with Derek's assessment. Yeah, I've never really thought about it as a Christmas movie, so I guess it never stood out to me as one. I still can't I still can't I, I remember watching Twenty Eight Days Later and I was like, Holy shit, I totally forgot this he was in that. He's like the he was like a SWAT officer or whatever, and he like protects them for like while they're in that tower yeah. that high high rise building. He's a good actor, though. On the barometer, I would give uh, this film... A Grinch. Grinch. (laughs) Fucking Grinch. Again, I'd give it a five on the barometer. Or four. I'd actually go more with a four. I'm going to go with Eyes Wide Shut being one grade higher as legitimacy for Christmas movie. So I'm going to go with a four out of ten for In Bruges. Yeah, like I said, to me, I I guess I never really thought of it on the take of it being specifically kind of a Christmas movie, I'd have to go back and watch it again to kind of look for things now that would make more sense along it. Cause it's like, I guess my criteria would be like, yeah, the lesson learned is like, a, you know, cause obviously there's lessons in every film that with any character arc, but I think there's like specific themed ones for Christmas as well. Like generosity, giving to people, ridding yourself of your Scrooge miserness, like yeah. there's there's like there's like certain qualities to those things, and then like overall like uh, good deeds like you know there's there's the, the whole theme with kind of Christmas and stuff. Okay, so what are your barometer takes then, guys? Uh, yeah, okay. eyes eyes wide shut. I would definitely be more on like a two or a three, if that. I mean, it has Christmas elements. Uh, yeah, I mean, in Bruges, like I I I don't know, probably like a two or a three or a four somewhere in there. So I mean, higher again, rated than eyes, eyes wet shut. Okay. Yeah, probably about the same until I rewatch it. Yeah. Okay. Derek, what about you? I would say eyes wide shut. 
through a lot of the elements, I'd probably give it, yeah, around a five. Uh, in Bruges, yeah, I'd probably give it like a three or four. Okay. Um, next one, which is actually an interesting one to me, and it's kind of a ripoff of Iron, of uh, Lethal Weapon 2. Iron Man 3. <laughs> Direct, yeah, no, written, directed by Shane Black, who did Lethal Weapons. Um, yeah. Well, shit. No, he, no. he did the Predator and Predator, but but no, yeah, and one. <laughs> so Iron Man three, it de- does take place in the winter time, especially when uh, Tony Stark lands himself in Tennessee and finds a little boy that's just like him that can build Iron Man types of things, but just doesn't have the cash that Tony Stark has, and it warms Tony Stark's little tiny heart in that one specific scene. Uh, or excuse me, segment through that film when he's in Tennessee, which looks nothing like Tennessee, by the way. Um, Where he's in like the barn. Yep, exactly. Whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but some have qualified it as a Christmas film. What say you, gentlemen? I'm gonna say no and one. Yeah, uh, that, Brandon. Yeah, I, I, I would say no. Yeah, I, I, again, I didn't even take that from that, but I guess I don't know if you do. I don't, it really just depends, I guess, on how subjective it is for people to be like, if there's a Christmas song, some people will say it's a fucking Christmas movie. That's, that's true. That's it. If there's just a Christmas song. So to me, I don't, I don't, fit, I don't think if, I don't feel like it hits my criteria. This, yeah. this would be like having a rap song with like a jingle bell in the back sampling. And then the rapper just talking about like fucking bitches and making money by selling drugs. And it's like, well, there's a jingle bell in the back. So... Christmas? No. I just I just love that the source from this film, the source that put it on the list was actually Marvel itself. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, I mean... They're, they're trying to check those boxes for marketing. All right. Uh, yeah, I, I guess so. I, 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 uh, sorry, Marvel. This is a big fat goose egg for me. It's get get Chris, Christmas Iron Man. Yeah. <laughs> it's just Iron Man with a, with a Santa Claus cap? <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> They're all sitting around the fucking the table just eating like a holiday ham and it's just like Hulk fucking put your shirt on or whatever. He's just like ribs. He's just like ham, you know. I don't know. I'm Yeah, gone. you lost me, dude. Jesus Christ. But no, I was pretty much thinking like just all of them sitting. Derek back to throwing wall. things at the wall. Yeah. yeah. Going over missing sitting. the wall and hitting his mom. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, let's see. Ah, here's a good one that actually I think is, for me, it's going to be a 10 out of 10 for this one. Krampus. I think Krampus is 10 out of 10. Oh, yeah. Not only is, not only is Krampus perfect Christmas movie, it's a Christmas horror movie, and it's a really fucking well done one for being like a PG-13 movie. Like, that movie could have amped it up more and been even better. But usually my biggest complaint with horror movies is it's PG-13 and it's bullshit because they don't take it to a level of being really intense. Krampus was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I love that movie. That movie's that movie's so well done. And the fucking the cinematography and the sound in it is really well done for the type of movie that it is, too. Like when they go out and the fucking snow has basically like fogged everything over. And like going down the street to their neighbor's house, they can like barely see down the street. And when they're dealing with like the fucking shit trying to escape in the car, like, yeah, dude, that shit is fucking great. That movie's awesome. Anybody that hasn't seen Krampus, check that shit out. That movie's amazing. Derek, what say you? 
Yeah, it's definitely a fucking Christmas movie. What the fuck? It's- <laughs> well, some people argue it's yeah. a little it's a little too much. It's a little much. Which brings us to well, another. I sh- fucking argue they're so what, way too much. What's your rating? <laughs> On it being a Christmas movie? Yes. yes. Scale. And scale. Scale of being a Christmas movie? I don't know, like a nine, eight. Ooh. Okay. Oh, I'm go. I'm going. Yeah, ten out of ten. Yeah, ten out of ten. It totally. It's a hundred percent a Christmas movie. Like there is no yeah. doubt at all. Anyway. Yeah. Well, I mean, we don't see Santa. At least you I don't see remember. Fucking you Krampus. see Krampus. I know, but to me, That's, you got in order to have a ten. Kramp, you gotta Krampus have a Santa. is Krampus nope. is like fucking reverse Santa. And in, in order to have a ten, you got to have a Santa there, even if it's a drunk guy in a suit. That you know what? That's a ten out of ten. Well, so then, I'll give it a nine. So then, let's move this on to. I'm another. sure there's a Santa. There's Santa imagery in there. I'm almost yeah, positive. There's like a Santa if, book. If anyone, if anyone has that, please leave a comment, and I will change my position to ten. But until I see that fat, drunken guy in a red suit, nine. All right. Anyway, moving on. Another Shane Black hey, film. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Is it a Christmas movie or not? Uh, Shane been a while Black, since I've seen that one. Shane Black that's loves one, Christmas. I was going to say, that's the one with uh, Johnny Depp. Or Johnny... Uh, fuck. I can't even think of it. Oh, Val, Val, Val Kilmer? Val Kilmer's yeah. in it. Yeah, and, and Robert Downey like Jr. Killer, right? Yeah. Yeah, and Robert Downey Jr. He's like an assassin or something, right? Right. Oh, God. Yeah, well, I, don't, I, I, I don't know. I mean... Uh, I'm going to take this one as a 7 out of 10 because it does take place during the holiday season, and it's really good. So I'm going to take it as a 7 out of 10 qualifying for a Christmas film. I'd say that's probably a fair... I'd agree with that to pretty much a fair extent. I, I get that one. I haven't seen in a while either. I, I probably saw that maybe once fully through. And then probably whenever it's been on TV, I probably popped it on and watched wherever it was at. Cause what it is to me, it's Christmas in Los Angeles, which is so different from Christmas anywhere else in film. film Christmas yeah. films are always in Chicago or so. Well, hence, hence die hard. Hence why people can't believe that die hard is a Christmas movie. Right. Right, and also I'm going to bring another one onto this list in a second. That's that's you know one of my favorites, but a lot of people will argue with me on that one too. And so, okay, so I'm going to give this one seven out of ten. What do you guys give it? Yeah, I'd, I'd say that that's probably fair. I'd have to revisit it, but I mean, yeah, as far as for certain things I can remember, Dang. yeah, seven seems about fair. Six or seven, Derek. So I, I had a cheat and I actually looked it up on Wikipedia and I just went to control control find and I just typed in Christmas and Christmas is only mentioned once in the whole Wikipedia page and that's Christmas movies of the tw- of the 2000s. So cuz I had to remember this movie. I don't remember it being all that Christmassy. So if I don't remember Dude, it Michelle being Christmas, Mon- yeah, Michelle I- Monaghan dressed up as a lady oh, shut the fuck up. That's enough. Well, if she's if she's got the Santa, then we got the Santa. She's got your thing. We got to lean toward. We got to stay consistent here. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with. I'll give that an extra point. But other than knowing anything else, I'll go with a six. Okay, that's just that's close nice enough. Benchmark plus one for Santa. All right, one of my favorite Christmas movies because Max's Christmas movie list is insane for watching for the month of December. Lethal Weapon. The first one. 
Yep. Definitely. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I regard this one as a 10 out of 10 for me because it's just Christmas in Los Angeles. It's brown. The sun's out. It's convenient. <laughs> it's, it's brown. Crazy. We're not just talking about Danny Glover's family either. <laughs> <laughs> no. What I mean, like the marine layer and the dust, and it's it's like it got this brown orange hue to it. People, photographers out there that you listen to the show, you know exactly what I'm talking about with the brown filter. So, anyhow, I give this movie a ten out of ten. There is no debate. Anytime someone tries to argue with me, I kill them on every single point of this film. It is like it's a wonderful life meets buddy comedy all day long. Literally meets like. I don't know, a Cosby show Christmas. It's all the same. It's all in there. It's all in there. It's so well done. Derek, what do you say on the ratings here? Uh, yeah, no, it's definitely a Christmas movie. Uh, for consistency, I'm trying to remember if there's any Santas in there. So I'm probably just going to go into nine because I can't remember if there are any. I got to stay consistent. That's I, I already stated the rule. So so you get a gotta, Santa. If you don't have a Santa, you lose a point. If you have a Santa, you gain a point. I gotcha. You can only be at 10 if you have any type of Santa in there. Even if it's a guy walking around in the back that just happened to walk around. Oh, then, the yeah, center. there is. Yeah, there's a Salvation Army guy. <clears throat> yeah, I'd go with. Uh... Okay, then it might have a 10 then. I'd go with an eight because I think that it's actually a movie about um, not being able to give up, really give up the things that you love. That's what I feel like Mel Gibson's conflict is. And I feel like Danny Glover, he wants to retire, but he knows he can't. You know what I mean? That's kind of my take on on that is just overall. Those are the real lessons and the themes of those characters. Not really a Christmas thing, but I, it definitely. That to me is what makes it amazing. Christmas. That's what to makes it Christmas because of the fact that the main character has nothing to live for, or he thinks he doesn't have anything to live for until he meets Danny Glover and Danny Glover's sweet family that put him up and take care of him to the point where he gives Danny Glover the bullet as a redemption token at the end, as a gift, as a gift to Christmas present. As he has Christmas. Well, that's fair, okay, that's a fair argument. I can now. And one of my favorite parts is it it's always tis the season. Because even in the beginning, when we're introduced to Riggs, we're introduced to him trying to buy Coke at a as a Christmas tree lot. Yeah. Immediately. We're like thrown into the yeah. cri- Christmas season in Los Angeles. That's the difference. Yeah, who that, was that the play on it to be like he's getting snow at the Christmas? Yeah, spot. exactly. <laughs> That's a good one. Is that, that the only time it's snowing in LA? Yeah, it's wow. when the, it's like yeah, you'll have your own little party. Well, I guess I guess the joke would be it's always snowing in LA. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> the snow never stops. So I, I give it a ten out of ten. Brandon goes with an eight, I think, and Derek. Yeah, I think eight eight works. That, that works for me. But yeah, you make a, you make a good point. I never really thought about that gift giving thing at the end. But yeah, yeah and, and, he gives cool. up. and he always says Merry that makes Christmas. sense. And then Gary Busey destroys their fucking home, brutalizes their Christmas. Well, yeah, and he's watching. I mean, that's yeah. It's all. Yeah, it's that was all. that was the most standout thing to me is is that yeah, it's like the Christmas at the and at Danny Glover's house. Yeah, Michael Hunsicker gets assassinated and killed while drinking eggnog. How you can't get any more Christmas than that? 
Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right, these little All right, details. So, yeah. so new rule: if you get assassinated while drinking eggnog, you get another plus one. No, if there, if there's, if your death involves something that references the holiday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's, well, how, that's how the horror movies work too. See, we should have came up with like a list of how you can get points. Like, oh, if you well, get, clearly you guys weren't prepared. Well, hey, hey, we three. can we can we can revisit we can revisit it at For next year Christmas time. Yeah. No, okay. next year. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I think we did know. something like this last year, right? We didn't. We do like our I, argument over Christmas movies last year. I think we talked about it, but I don't think we got this in depth. If, okay. if only we could talk to ourselves a year ago and just be like, "No, this is what I think you should cover on the podcast." No, let this is how twenty twenty is going to suck. This yeah, let me explain twenty twenty to you and just be ready. Oh man! All right. I would have told myself to invest in like fucking. Pfizer and all kinds yeah, of exactly. shit. Yeah, exactly. Jesus Christ. Right. Like, Pfizer has only like doubled. You'd want to you'd want to invest in like logistics like Amazon or something. Yeah, uh, yeah, whatever. Just yeah, anything. Whatever. Just make, make me money. Uh okay. Batman returns. Oh yeah. One fucking hundred percent. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So we're not no we're all in agreement ten out of ten. Yeah, no, that's yeah. That that was that was a way to do a Batman movie with Christmas. And then obviously does does is it does it even take place during Christmas time? It takes place during Christmas time with Mr. Freeze, right? In Batman and Robin? Or is it just because no, he's no, making in, everything? In Batman Returns. <laughs> no, I'm just saying in addition. In addition No, Batman that. Batman and Robin takes place uh God knows. During Joel a giant Schumacher. joke, yeah, Joel Schumacher's timeline. God <laughs> only knows, dude. Okay. Yeah, that's. Dude, well, yeah, Batman, Batman Returns absolutely is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, ten out of ten. It's only Christmas because everything gets frozen over, and then well, and the fucking enemy is the penguin. Not- like, I mean, uh, there we go. It, it has as as the, the 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 winter theme to it and everything. Yeah. Well, they have the hot. They have the hot uh, Danzel in distress that. Uh, you know, gets kidnapped or whatever. She's like supposed to be like the true oh, lighting. The ice, princess, ice princess. And that they frame Batman for killing her supposedly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then, and then the big fat, like Christmassy clown that gets thrown down like the, the sewer or whatever. And it explodes. Mm-hmm. I remember watching that as a kid and I was like, yeah, Batman kills people. Yeah. He literally just like fucks that guy up and kills him. It's not his first time. He let the Joker fall. That's fine. Anyway, uh, that's a 10 out of 10. It's one of my favorite ones. Um, okay. A good one that I like to watch that a lot of people argue as a horror film, which it, it kind of is, but at the same time, the spirit of Christmas. And I like to think uh, women coming together for a cause. Uh, Black Christmas, one of my favorites. 1974, Black Christmas. Uh, I, I was going to say, wasn't that remade? Been remade I think twice was, over. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I think there's been a couple of them. Yeah, there's one that just came out this year, too. Yeah. I or, haven't or seen the original, I don't think, so. Last year. Oh, my, was it last my year? My comment is nil. Yeah, I, I give this one a whopping 9 out of 10. Um, the original, because it, it, it is. It's co-ed's like frozen over, you know? I'm trying to remember, are they in high school or are they coming back from college, like their first year of college? No, it's a Christmas party. It's in a sorority house. 
Okay, I'm thinking of something else then. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna go with yeah, but I don't remember it. So. Uh, I don't. I don't think. I'm. I'm almost positive. I haven't seen the. the Do first, they have the a original. Oh, totally. The killer dresses up like he can dress up as like the man in black. Or I think there's one part where there is a Santa at the, at the party, the Christmas party. Is, is there a holiday meal? I think at the Christmas party. Yeah. Is there a Christmas tree? Yes. Then I'm going to go with an eight. Yeah, I think at the end. Of I don't most, know. I don't remember. At some way, Christmas films work like there's this lesson to be learned at the end. That's why I knock it down to an eight, but it's still at a B plus or B minus, whatever, because of the fact that the uh, the fate of the main character is left ambiguous at the end. So that might be God only knows. So eight eight out of ten for me. Anyone else? What what's what do you got for ratings? I, I mean, I, I haven't seen, so I can't even give a rating on it. I don't, I don't even know. Yeah, I'm going to go with it. I'm, I'm just trusting that it because it's called fucking Black Christmas, that it's pretty much a Christmas movie. I would make the assumption that that's what it is. <laughs> but that could, that could be like a Cedric the Entertainer movie or something, too. You know what I mean? Like that, or, or like a Medea, Medea's wow, like Christmas Medea's or Black whatever. Christmas. I Dude. mean, like, it, it could go either way. Like, I mean. I think we're on to something here. I'm surprised that there, that there hasn't been, like, Tyler Perry presents Black Christmas. And it's like, or Medea's. Oh, Jordan, Jordan Peele would be doing it. See, that's who should have. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I Jordan, think like, Jordan Peele should do a fucking Christmas horror movie with black people. Uh, he did. It's called Get Out. It wasn't Christmas, was though. Not during No, yeah, no. I was going to say that wasn't Christmas time. It was yeah. a horror film, though. It was definitely really, really good. Um, okay. Here's uh, another one that gets argued with from me sometimes with people because they're stupid. Gremlins. Oh, yeah. I was I was hoping you were going to bring this up because Gremlins, yes. Gremlins is like, I think, was the inspiration for Krampus, like in a it certain is. amount of way, you know? I actually, when I first saw Krampus, I downloaded it and then I was like, oh, shit, I, it makes me want to watch Gremlins now. And I did. Right yeah, it feels like right Gremlins. There. Completely. Yeah. And fun, funny take on it, too. When I had, when I saw because I had to I saw it on my buddies like Firefox or whatever. Or what? It, what's what's the fucking the uh, box? What's the box that you get that you do like the download shit? Is that Fire Firefox? Stick? Fire Stick. Oh, it's Fire, Fire Stick. Stick. Yeah, Firefox is the browser, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. When I first saw it, um, like in my mind, I was thinking like, dude, this feels like Gremlins, like '80s. And then like I watched the Red Letter Media thing on it, and I was, and they talk about that. They were like, like the joke that they made was like. This was probably like an, a movie written during the 80s and it was just like shoved in a drawer. And then like they found it late. They found the script later and they were like, oh, yeah, let's fucking make it like whatever. It feels a lot like Gremlins, like the, the style of shooting, the kind of tension. And it's still kind of campy. Like, yeah, Chris. Yeah. Gremlins is 10 out of 10 for me, for sure. Derek. Yeah, no, for sure. 10 out of 10. I mean, there's even a scene where. Is is the gremlin actually choking her with the uh, with the Christmas lights, or are they just kind of subduing them? No, there's there's yeah, yeah no, I think I think it's yeah, I think it's I think it's the implied because that that was kind of the interesting thing too about Gremlins was like implied 
violence implied like crazy death, you know? Yeah, no, yeah. I would, I would definitely go with this being a Christmas. I think it, it, I mean, there's like snow, there's Christmas lights. There's, it takes place on Christmas Eve and Christmas. Like, Christmas yeah, Eve, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a Christmas. There's, there's like, there's Christmas yeah. lights. There's, uh, well, there's I mean, that's an obvious one. What I'm trying to do is, is find the other things too, that are kind of subtle that are like the little nuggets that are subtle. Well, I think, I think the people, when they try to argue with me about that one, they, they go, it's like a, it's a scary movie or a horror film disguised in Christmas. Same thing when they do little, little weapon, it's an action movie that takes place during Christmas. Now, not every Christmas movie has to be directly correlated to the end of getting to the end point of, of the main character or the main characters figuring out, figuring out and appreciating the life they currently have and how to, or to how to make it better. Like it, it doesn't, as long as we get to that point, it doesn't matter if we have to go through some romance and bad gift giving to a Christmas party or there's a bunch of heroin dealers on the loose that need to be dealt with by the police. It doesn't matter how we get there or terrorists taking over a plaza, which brings us to our final thing that we all, I think, agree on. Die Hard is a Christmas film, correct? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I would 100% agree with that. Yeah, I mean, Die Hard's basically <clears throat> your all of your subtle things of Christmas, your quotable Christmas lines... I think it's just, I think it, it has just become ingrained with, I mean, you know, ho, ho, ho. Now I have a machine gun. I think like, no, I think you can't go throughout. If you've seen any movie, I don't think you can go through the holiday season without fucking quoting that at least once or twice. Like, it's just, I think it's so ingrained now and into it. And, and it just fits with John McClane getting redemption at the end, you know, with like kind of sort of making amends with his wife enough for the sequel. But then, like, she's just in an airplane the whole time, so she's like, fuck this shit. Like, I'm done with the third movie. <laughs> she's like, you're gonna stick me in a blade? Fuck you. <laughs> but I mean, like, yeah, it, it, it's, yeah it's, it's John McClane's doing the good deed for Christmas, saving, saving Christmas. for it's, Yeah, it's like Santa saves Christmas, but John McClane. John McClane saves Christmas. That's legitimately yeah. what the movie could be called. Yeah. Derek? Your thoughts on Die Hard as I will go and leave, relieve myself because it's going to take a minute. <laughs> yeah, no, de- this is definitely a uh, Christmas film. Uh, actually, there is a Santa, I believe, in the very beginning, right? I think so at the party. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was going to say the Christmas party. Well, it has, it's the Christmas party, too. So there's a plus one. Um, obviously, it's in L.A., so therefore you can't have snow in L.A., so I'm not going to fault it for that. Um, but yeah, no, this is definitely a Christmas film. It takes place on New on, uh, Christmas Eve, right? I was going to say New Year's Eve. It takes place on Christmas Eve, right? Christmas office party. Yeah, uh, I'd, ha- I'd have to double. I'm, I'm almost positive it is, but I, I'd have to double check to make sure that that's... Actually, I take that back. There is snow in this film because the guy that sells out, John is doing a bunch of blow, if I'm not mistaken. There you go. Okay, there you go, yeah. There you go. There is snow in this. It's always snowing in L.A., I tell you. (laughs) And he's he's just a – dude, that guy's great, dude. He's just like an empty fucking suit, just coked out of his mind, like, yeah, I make a shitload of money, you know, and I don't even care. I'll sell people out at any any drop or – I don't know. But, yes, this is definitely a Christmas film. I give it a 10 out of 10. 
All right. I think that's that's what it is. I think that's why it's settled, boys. So a uh, question, uh, a runner-up question from my uh, a runner-up film. Um, Silent Deadly Night 2. Uh, I don't know about 2. 1 for sure. Well, two, 2 is like a recap of fucking the first one. And then it's... It's the most infamous meme I think of all. Like, I mean, garbage day. <laughs> but I mean, that's dude. That's that most he he kills a Santa in Silent Deadly Night two, and then he dresses up as Santa. But that's the first one too. Like, yeah, well, it's because it's like a like I said, it's like a flashback thing. He's like recounting like events from the other one and shit. But he even goes even further in this one. Yeah. That's like a nice. That's a nice little gem. I haven't seen the first one in a minute, but the second one has like 40 40 minutes or so. Is like the first one. It's just all recap shit. The second one, right? Yeah, the second one. Yeah, like at least forty minutes of it is like recapping like the first one. Like same footage. According to this, according to this, this movie takes place on Christmas Eve. Yeah, it's 100% a fucking, in, in like so, it's, I mean, I just had to sneak that in there because it's like the, one of the most infamous memes ever. So if people have ever seen Garbage Day. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. check this out. There's a scene in there, which I don't remember this, but I was reading the plot on it. There is a murder of a Salvation Army Santa. Yeah, that's what I just said. That's how he gets the fucking costume. Yeah, that's how he gets the costume. And it's a good, it's a way, it's a cool way to do it too with the shot because they don't really show him directly murdering the guy. It's done with like showing the donation thing and you see like the Santa's feet like getting dragged away or something. And then like it like pans to him and he's like dressed in the suit. I think I think that's a ten out of ten. The first one. I don't know about the second one, but the first I mean, one. The, the, yeah, the first one to me is great because it's like you have this kid who has a traumatic breakdown at Christmas because his family was killed on Christmas Eve. So why not go on a killing spree? Like what, what's you know? It's all interconnected, and yeah. at the end of the day, uh, you know, some people figure it out. And then uh, another good one too is Scrooge. That's an, obviously uh, that's ten out of ten. That's yeah, I mean that's I mean, it's a literal retelling of a Christmas yeah. Carol. So that's that's a great one for anyone. Ho- good holiday Christmas movie to watch. Trying to think, of what are some other good ones for Christmas? I guess. I mean, it's just also one of the best. Like, well, National yeah. Lampoon's. I mean, obviously. oh yeah, Christmas Vacation. That's a hundred percent. Like, I mean, those are like obvious a hundred percent movies. L. Yeah. Stuff like that but we're, we're yeah, talking elf. about <laughs> unorthodox kind of things and one of the things i'll say about the first silent night deadly night nothing beats the fact that when he tries to go to the orphanage to kill like the mother superior or whatever and then he ends up dying at the end and he says said you're safe kids santa's dead now and he just dies <laughs> and then mother superior just goes naughty and <laughs> just like yeah. it's like so good. It's so it's so bad. It's good. Well, that makes that makes a, a a couple of I think there's a couple moments in the second one that that, that recap that naughty. Yeah, dude. Because like, he oh. even I think he even does it to her. Like he's like he's like fucking try, he's going after her or whatever, and he's about to fucking kill her with an axe, and he's like naughty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking yeah. That movie's ridiculous. That guy, whoever that actor is. 
he was fucking amazing. Like he, he just gets so into that part and he's a total fucking nut job. It's great. So nothing I, like somebody really trying, you know? And he's like, you know, what's funny is like the guy that plays him is like a really good looking eighties guy, you know, it's like, yeah, Oh, oh yeah. Fun. Yeah. He fits it. Yeah. He's, I'm like, he's a perfect good looking dude. And then all of a sudden he's just like killing everyone, which is kind of funny. The one movie uh, that I know is out to rent, but I haven't seen, but I want to is fat man with Mel Gibson. That looks awesome. It's basically this kid doesn't get, it's like super dark comedy. It's written. I think it's written by Danny McBride. And it's um, oh wow okay, and it's basically Mel Gibson is Santa, and of course, as Mel Gibson can play Santa, and basically this rich kid hires a bunch of assassins to kill Santa in the North Pole, and he has to stand his ground. Wow, okay, I have not even heard of that, but yeah, I- look up the trailer for Fat Man. Yeah, it's I'm excited so for it. What about uh, what about Reindeer Games? Oh, that's technically is I think I'd give that one a seven. Yeah. Because it takes that's, place during that's Christmas. That's definitely a Christmas film. Yeah. Look at the end. Ben Affleck is dressed as Santa. Oh, my God. Random stacks <laughs> of money in people's mailboxes. That, if that ain't Yeah, Santa, I mean, it's gift-giving. Yeah, that's totally, yeah, that totally is. <laughs> Plus, on top of that, he, he, you know, he got rid of a bunch of bad guys, you know, so he made the world a better place in theory, you know, so. He got rid of the naughty kids. He gave the naughty kids the... Uh, he didn't give him coal. coal. Yeah, he gave him <laughs> yeah. uh, Refined coal turned to lead. <laughs> I, I got a good one for you, and this will probably spark a lot of controversy. Nightmare Before Christmas. Is it a Halloween movie or a Christmas movie? It's, it's a Christmas movie. Well, I mean, I, I would say because you're, you're in the Halloween town with the Halloween people, uh-huh. but uh-huh. ultimately it's about Christmas. About bringing Christmas to the Halloween town. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it's a Halloween movie. I'm not gonna say it's a Christmas movie. No, I say it's a Christmas movie for sure. Even though it has Santa in it. Well, it's about trying to replace Santa because of the hol- the newly discovered holiday of Christmas. I, I, and then trying to bring Christmas to the Halloween town because that's the I whole look- central plot. I mean, other than like. Oogie Boogie's being a shitbag doing Oogie his thing. Boogie. <laughs> well, okay, I, I would argue that this is about having hol- ha- uh, Halloween all the time. And Jack Skellington is just kind of bored. He finds something new and now he wants to implement something new in Halloween town, but infiltrates it and now is living in Christmas town. But in truth and reality, everything's kind of everything kind of always goes back to Halloween Town, and ultimately, what happens? He ends up going back to Halloween Town, and and Santa gets to do his own thing. Now, don't get me wrong, Christmas uh, Santa makes it snow, so sure he brings the holiday cheer there, and everyone's happy. But for the most part, it starts in Halloween Town and it ends in Halloween Town. I think the movie is both. You can watch for both. Okay. Thank you much for both. Um, all right, boys. Well, I think we did a good job of trying our best. Uh, if you're listening, you know, reply back in the comments or DM the Instagram and reach out to see what movies we might have missed or what movies you think are qualify as a Christmas movie. Or if you just disagree 100% completely, write that down too. Yeah. Or if, or if you don't like me talking about black people or white people or... Hate, hate, hate not holidays or whatever. Just talk some shit to me. 
I, I, I love to argue online. So yeah, that's all you fucking do now, apparently. So there you no, go. No, I know. Actually, you know what? The other day, um, somebody posted something about, uh, I think it was initially about the Chappelle show shit. Mm. And, um, and then in, and then in this similar thread that was popping up with stuff, there was a chick that was talking about how some white girl stole her like podcast idea and was basically repping it like the same way. And somebody responded to it and they quoted like a thing about Paul Mooney and they just talked about how Paul, Paul Mooney, like they gave this like, like long thing of a direct quote from him. And then I just responded to it and I was like, Oh, I thought you were going to say this. And it was the Paul Mooney quote where he was like, everyone want me, but no one want to be one. You know, like, <laughs> and, I, and I got like, like most the more like the most likes I've ever gotten on any any comment that I've ever fucking put up. So it was like great. I was like, oh man, this is good. Like, I'm, I'm glad you. I'm glad you're digging the light. I'm, I'm I'm bridging bridging barriers. You know, right now we need to be doing it. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, you can follow uh, uh, where. What are you on Gawker? Whatever the fuck this site is. What is it? Gog? Twitter. What? I'm not on Gawker. I'm on Twitter. <laughs> what the fuck? Twitter is and Gog? Instagram. What? Twitter, Twitter, you can go for my bullshit political takes and punches at Ben Shapiro and random nonsense, uh, the real Punjab, and then Instagram, the real Punjab for all my Skater XL shit, which hopefully now I'll have a edit coming soon. I spent today getting a bunch of clips together to edit, and I'm going to work on some music probably tonight. All right. So, yeah. Well, there you go. And, talk uh, shit to me, people. I, I would love to talk shit to any of you online. Or in person, if you want to get on the podcast and talk shit too, we'll do it. Actually, I'm kind of open for that. If people want to talk shit to Brandon, um, that- <laughs> oh, I thought he was just going to leave it at that. Hear, hear me out on this. I'm still going somewhere with this. Max and myself, we can come up with different questions to ask both you guys, and then you know, kind of open up a debate on that. I'm, oh, let's I'm, do it. I'm, I'm, I'm down. I'm down with that. And and those motherfuckers that owe owe Derek money, pay him his money. Pay him his money, you Get fucking losers. Dollars. You yeah, fucking losers. Yeah. <laughs> well, wow. enjoy the rest of your weeks then, boys. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, we're off next week, and then what are we doing for a schedule? Just, we'll get back at it. With whatever so, just off hell. next week, and then we're doing yeah, it again. And we're back again. Okay, perfect. Cool. All well, right, then, boys. yeah, off next week, and we will see everybody in two. Two. Yeah. Later. Later.